this is the Modern Savvy CPA, and I am continuing my series on financial literacy. For this uh, podcast, we're going to be talking about home ownership. So we're going to be busting some myths. We're going to be talking about what home ownership means today. We're going to explain to people that never believed that they could own a home, that what are the things that they, they can do to prepare themselves financially and um, the money mindset that they need to have in order to tackle the topic of home ownership. So for me, um, I talk to you guys about your savings pots, savings buckets, some people call them, but I call it savings pots, pots at the end of uh, their goals at the end of the rainbow. So that's why I call them pots. So um, one of the pots that I believe we should start as soon as possible, as soon as we can make that is our home ownership pot. Because that my, one of my other uh, sayings is when you are um, when you are paying rent, you're paying someone else's mortgage. So why not pay your own? So we're gonna go through a few things that we're gonna talk about about today's um, home ownership market, today's real estate market, and um, what you think you can afford to buy, and all different things that are happening out there in terms of home ownerships, and why almost all of us should have this American dream and make it part of our American dream, you know, because that's one of the things when immigrants come here, you know, home ownership, having the com, they have a common goal and one of their most common goal is home ownership. So yes, it's true. There are a few things that are true out there that uh, Zillow says that the average house in the United States for 2022 costs six costs, uh, $344,000. So depending on where you live, your local average may exceed or be below that amount. So it just kind of depends on where in the United States, because there are 50 states here. So, and they vary vastly when it comes to home ownership and what we're paying for, for a home. But one of the things we're looking at, one of the things that I am happy to to see that we can diversify a little bit more in the home ownership market after COVID, COVID kind of sped up that you don't necessarily need to live in the market that you're currently working in with um, telecommuting and working from home and all these different things. You have choices as to where you want to live and um, the affordability can change, you know, where you can afford or where you can't afford. So so the first thing we, I'm going to talk to you guys about is buy what you can afford. Don't look for your dream home as your first home. This is the first hiccup that everybody has when it comes to home affordability and what kind of home they want. They stretch their hands so high that they cannot reach it. And then that's goal takes you longer. So you buy what you can afford. My first home was a condo, you know? So it was a one bedroom condo, very reasonable. So you need to make sure you have stepping stones when it comes to home ownership. So you start off with getting what you can get 
Not necessarily what you want to get, but remember part of home ownership is the American dream, but it's also an investment. It is the one of the number one wealth building assets for Americans. So you, that's the first thing I need to tell you to do. You, you want to look at your situation. You want to be able to buy what you can afford at the beginning. So the first target that you reach, that you can reach a point where you can buy something, you need to be able to buy what you, you can afford. You need to make sure that you're thinking of the mortgage and the principal, which we will go over a little bit more. And you need to think about homeowners insurance. You need to think about property tax. Those are all part of the things that we need to realize that are part of our home payment. So saving for your down payment is the first thing that you need to do. The, the number one thing, there are a few options when it comes to down payment. And later in our series, we're going to go over debt and mortgage debt, which we will go over the different types of loans. Again, right now, I'm just going to touch on them. So the, the first one, one is a, a minimum of a 3.5% down payment, which is an FHA loan. From what I understand, FHA loans are a little more stringent and a little harder to look at, but you can put a lower down payment. However, you will have something called PMI, which is private mortgage insurance. So we're going to have to go over that a little bit more premium mortgage insurance. We have to go over that a little bit more later on when we start talking about um, debt. And, and mortgage debt. Then you have conventional loans, which if you put 20% down, then you don't have um, PMI, which is an additional amount on the mortgage. So, but you don't necessarily need to do the 20%. You need to, you, you can do whatever you can do to put in into your budget. If you can afford to do the PMI, there are options. As you go down the road and you own you own your home for a longer time, you're building equity in it. And at some point, some mortgages will take the PMI off after you've reached that 20% of equity, or you can refinance and 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 um and get the PMI off. So there's different options that you can do that. Um, so the, the, the other part, uh, other than the down payment and saving for the down payment and the loans is, you know, once you get into a home, you need to have a home emergency fund. So you move from the home down payment pot. Um, that's your first goal. You've got that. You have your home. Now you need to have a home emergency fund. When you own your home, home you have equity in there. You have equity in terms of your cash or your down payment. You have sweat equity. You have debt equity. You have lots of equity. It's yours. It's your responsibility. You need to take care of it. There are going to be repairs. There's going to be little things here or there that you need to do. So that's something that we, we have to, to, to take into account when we're buying versus when we're renting. So, you know, those are the things that you want to look at. Um, you also want to look at, um, you know, flexibility, the needs with the expense, you know, you want to be looking at the flexibility about um, owning your own home. Um, yes, you know, you might be on par with 30% of your um, budget should be your home payment. So that would include everything that has to do with the, the, the home. So we will also go into that a little bit more later on in the series explaining, you know, what is involved in that. So there's a few different things that I want to talk about that I think are misconceptions within the home market. Um, why people 
are thinking that they cannot be a homeowner. My thing to tell you here today is if you want to be a homeowner and you want to be able to, 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 to own a home, you start small. Start what, with what you can afford now. You know, whatever your rent payment is, calculate what rent that is on your home, your home that you are living in now. And think about that as a mortgage payment. Trust me, it is not that different. Sometimes the rent is more than what your mortgage payment would be. So, you know, you definitely need, I've had instances in that situation where the rent is more than the home, um, the mortgages for, for certain things, you know, for example, I bought a condo for my son, um, at college and, and, um, my mortgage and my home payment for his condo is less than what it would cost to rent him a one bedroom share with three other people and share the bathroom. You know, he has a two bedroom, two condo that is less than the mortgage payment and the housing payment is less than the rent that I would have paid. And I just found out from a, from a real estate in that area that the property has gone up $100,000 in the last two years. It's not even two years. So that's, you have, I now have equity in there because I've been paying that mortgage for two years instead of rent for him. And I have, um, so the principal brings my equity down and then I have capital equity because the property value has gone up. So no regrets for me on doing that. So that could work the same way for you if, if you're, when you're looking at whether you, sh when you're renting versus buying. So, so that's the, the thing. So you need to, the misconception that um, rent, home ownership is more than renting, I think is a total myth. It's a myth buster totally. You know, you need to look at where you're, you know, look at what your rent payment is and go out there and do your research and find out what your market is about and see what you can afford. Don't answer the question in your mind. Have that money mindset that you can do this. Have the money mindset that you can be a homeowner. You're not going to start off with your dream home because, you know, it's like, it's like when you graduate from college and you want a BMW first, then to me, that's a load of baloney. That's wanting to keep up with the Joneses. You're, 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 not going to build wealth that way. You need to take what you can get until you get what you want. So, I mean, I start off with the condo, we move to another house, we move to another house, we move to another house. So it, you, you take what you can get at that point. So th this is the, 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 the CPA tax CPA, um, tip of all things that you as a homeowner or who wants to be a homeowner needs to understand. You can, as a single person, we have something called in tax, in our tax world, the personal gain exclusion. Now there are qualifying things to have personal gain exclusion. Two of which is you need to live in a home for two out of the last five years and own that home for two out of the last five years. That's the main two. There are other ones and you should contact your advisor if you want to understand more about this. But you can exclude up to $250,000 of gain on your home if you meet the qualifying tests. That means that if you are 
if you have the guts for it and you like packing, which is unlike me, you can move every two years, sell the home that you're in, if it's making a profit and you want to be able to, 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 to realize that capital gain in that house, sell it, buy another house, tax-free. Of course, like I said, you need to contact your tax advisor, but this is the number one way to, to that you can move from one home to another, that you can not pay any money, not pay any tax on the capital gains on your personal residence once qualified. Remember that, I'm gonna repeat that as much times as possible because not a lot of people are aware of this and if they're aware of it, they tend to forget that this is something that can work for them. For example, when we moved from New York, the house went up a hundred and thousand, hundred and change from New York to here. I had $120,000 in, 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 in gain, no tax. I met my two out of the, I met all of my things that you needed, met all the tests that qualified me for my personal gain exclusion. There is no rule that says you can do this five times or 10 times or one time or whatever. The rule is only every two years when you qualify for it. Once you qualify, then you know that once you meet that one specific rule, there isn't anything that says there's a limit on how you how much you can do this. So need to be aware of that. So that's the first one, you know, that that I I want you guys to think about that potentially, you know, that your rent could be higher than the mortgage that you're going to be paying, even with interest rate at the rate that it's going there. So if you're willing to put in the sweat equity in owning a home, you can definitely, it can be one of your wealth building assets. So definitely want to look at that. So um, the, the other thing is that I want you guys to understand is that buying a home is not a no risk investment. It is a risk investment. Everything we do in life is, is, is a risk. You know, of course, the higher the risk, the bigger the reward, or also the, 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 the higher the risk, the bigger the fall. But you're living, you have to make sure that you're, you're looking at what you're doing. So one of the risks that you're taking is that, you know, property tax goes up, property insurance goes up. In Florida, we're having a big issue with, 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 with homeowners insurance. Hopefully our Florida legislator can try and, and, and make that their number one issue because that's the number one issue in Floridians' pockets right now when it comes to um, homeowners insurance. But those are things that we need, you know, you're going to be working on. You think that because you're, you're paying rent and you're renting that those things don't affect you. But trust me, it affects your landlord. So it will affect you. You know, most states also has um, homestead exemptions. Here we call it homestead. In different states, they call it different thing. I think in New York, it's called a star exemption, you know, things like that. That if it's your primary residence, you do get an exemption of some of your tax, and then you get uh, it, your tax cuts off and it can't go up over a certain amount if you're still living in, um, in, that, so in that home. So that's one of the things. The other thing um, that I wanna talk to you guys about is um, home, homeowners 
you know, owning a home gives you the freedom to do whatever you want. It, it really doesn't. You know, you have to make sure that, you know, while you're owning the home, you know, you, you, you want to remodel, you want to do different things. It does give you the comfort. And you know in, in your money mindset that when you're investing in your own home, you're investing in, in, in your home. You're not investing in something that's not yours. You know, you're not throwing money away in, in terms of that. So that's that's one of the other things that you need to look at. It, it does not necessarily give you the freedom, but you know, how much freedom do we really need? There are sacrifices along the way when you want to build your wealth and you want to live comfortable. You know, you want to do things. You have to always be planning to, to make sure that you have your, your, the right pot going. Um, your home should be your biggest investments. You know, while this is true that some home ownership, it's it should it, it is a big long term investment. It is not necessarily your biggest investment, but it's the place that you live. There are financial implications of your home. You want to make sure that you know that you're looking at um, what you're putting into your home. You want to make sure that you're responsible on refinancing and the options that you you're you're working on when you do need to to make sure that you're. Um, you're, you want to do improvements and things like that. It should not be your cash cow. It shouldn't be, you know, where you go to when you want to pay off your credit card debt or whatever. You shouldn't be in credit card debt in the first place. You should make, you, you, it is a responsibility. It takes a responsibility, but the rewards from the responsibility are great, you know. Um, you want to make sure that when you're looking, we're going to talk about this also later is, but you want to make sure that when you're looking at a bank, you're looking at a mortgage, when you're going into home ownership, you want to make sure that you, you look at your credit, you look at your, your budget, you look at your bank, um, you know, rates that would be approved. You want to look at the mortgage rates. You want to make sure, like, like I said, I recommend that you spend no more than 30% of your gross monthly income on your housing or rent payment. So, you know, you want to make sure that you're looking at that, which means that, you know, you want to make sure that you're buying what you can afford at that point. You want to make sure that you understand that this is something that you're investing in. It is not only, it can fit in many hats. It can be an investment. It is an investment. It's also a comfort. It's also a responsibility. So like everything else, it's not one thing. It's few different things that we need to look at when we're talking about home ownership. But from my experience, home ownership is the one of the most relevant, vital wealth building assets. So, you know, you need to think about that. You need to look at it. And like I said, again, there is the special, um, the special tax rule that says you as an individual and up to two people per house. So if you're married, $250,000 each person, $500,000 total can be excluded from the gain of your home if you qualify if that qualifies as your personal residence. And of course you need to talk to your tax advisor and make sure that you, your home does qualify. There's many little different things that you can do with homes and how that qualifications work once you talk to your tax advisor and be open to, to that, that strategy um, to, to work with. So, so you definitely wanna look at that. So one of the other things that we, I wanna talk to you guys about is, um, 
is what today's market is like and what we should be looking about. Because, you know, when you're buying a home 20 years from ago, when I first started on my home pro um, ownership process to now, it's a different time, it's a different market, the market goes up and down, but also we have to keep in mind that we have to, with everything that we do, we have to keep in mind that we keep up with technology, we keep up with the market, we keep it up with where we're going when it comes to things. It's not the same to go to the doctor or how you deal with your health as you did 20 years ago. It's not the same how you deal with your, today with your finances as you dealt with 20 years ago. It's not the same how you deal with retirement savings. There's so many things. So the home homes are the same thing, whether you're buying or selling a house, um, there are things that you need to be aware of about today's market. So this is Sharon, the Modern Savvy CPA, and this is the first part of my home ownership. Stay tuned for the second part.